Yeah, I, I think they should have had a woman DeLorean, really. Yeah, cause they, well, actually, they already had one in um, Star Wars Rebels. It's more inclusive if there's a woman DeLorean. Oh, uh, inclusivity? Uh, what is it called? The middle sex? Uh, DeLorean. De- uh, just, just DeLorean? Yeah, there wouldn't be a man or a woman DeLorean, I guess. Yeah, this is this is off to a stunning start. Welcome to the Transmit Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. And Victor's still coming in with odd amounts of energy at weird times. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I hate everything ever. So listen. Um, yeah, all right, let's just get this one over let's with. Just, oh, God, this is going to be a painful one. I can Everyone already tell. just sit back, strap in. <laughs> just, and just endure this endure podcast. Endure this because you're our friends. <laughs> See, really, the you only have to listen. Listen, once we start pushing this to the to our audiences, I, I really should have asked. Uh, I really should have asked um, Derek to push the podcast in the last show. Yeah, because we forgot to. We we got to anyway. I'm gonna break the fourth wall for a second, real oh, quick, uh, before we it. get to what you were gonna say. Okay, I've got a little of an interjection. I, I disapprove, but go for it. <laughs> uh, I really like doing the podcast. Me too. But I've noticed that um, unlike other podcasts, we have no expertise or skill. Well, or wide knowledge okay, based on any sort of subject. We okay, just kind of get on here and we I talk know, about... Uh, that's most podcasts. Let's be honest here. <laughs> Does Joe Rogan have a wide berth of expertise? Well, yeah, he, he, ta- he's a hunt- he talks about drugs, hunting, MMA, and... Um, well, I, I'm a martial a artist. A bit of space stuff. I'm a, I've, I've been training martial arts for years now. So I, I have some of that. I, I can drive. Uh, I've watched a lot of movies. Yeah, we do a lot of movie podcasts. Yeah. Was, I'm just saying, you know, like... Um, well, here, how about you find... Maybe we need to figure out a better way to, like, let ourselves shine. Okay, so shine basically... like a diamond, you know? Uh, so basically, your thought is, uh, we l- suck. Burst like a firework <laughs> in the air, air, air. Okay, well, what I wanted to talk about is something, actually, we have some expertise in. Oh, okay, what is that? Well, I, I noticed that... What is that? <laughs> oh, damn it. We're coming up on another show here soon. Our, our hiatus is coming to an end. Oh shit! Right? Yeah. So I was curious, what uh, what's this show? I saw you have some brainstorming stuff going on. You have some thoughts on the next show? That's top secret. That's top secret. But we are brainstorming okay. on the show. Yeah, we're talking about a new show. And who's who's all involved with that? We got Derek probably doing some working writing. titles. Space Jam. Ooh. And Space Love Adventure Three. Ah, oh, dude. Are the working titles for the first two shows, which will be a back to back, sort of deal. Oh, that's awesome. But I mean, um, so so you're writing probably Mason, probably uh, Derek, probably yeah, me, Mason, uh, Amanda, uh, Derek. I mean, you haven't like sent me any of the ideas to to go through or give you some thoughts on. I mean, I don't I don't mind obviously, but I just to be interesting if you know. Yeah, we had a creative meeting uh, last weekend that everybody was invited to, but oh yeah, uh, I just decided to, I decided to flake on that. Yeah. yeah, no, I had work. It's <laughs> like yeah, listen, I heard about that, but you could have had your input in. Uh, yeah, but I started. The percentage of ideas that we take from you is pretty low, but you st- we still could have found a, yeah, a ruby in your turd. Well, t- to be fair, most of my ideas are chicks and bikinis. It's like yeah, and it sometimes it happens at super. Awesome sometimes shows, it happens, but it's rare. It's very yeah. And so like <laughs> when you're talking about like an emotional moment where two characters have to confess like you know their sins to each other, and I say, and which one of them is wearing a bikini? Yeah. So that doesn't really help you. You really <laughs> okay. It's called yes and, or you can, you can add on to that. Is what I'm saying. Is I'm just 
You know what? You can get in there with the bikini idea. You just got to work it you in. You work really it in well. right. You got to work it in right. Yeah, I've, I found that working it in as far as women in bikinis, it really, it's a risky proposition. Mm-hmm. Either they're into it or they're really not. So that's true. That's very true. Okay, so it's good to see that we're working on that. What's our next show date? Do you know? What are we aiming for? I believe what's the it's the third the third Saturday of January. The third Saturday of January. I don't know. I think it's like the twentieth or something. Let's find out. The eighteenth. Yeah, the eighteenth. So look for our next show around the eighteenth. And we're, we're yeah, I'm real. I'm really looking forward to getting back into it. And I'll be at a new place. I might be here actually. Oh. So basically, I won't have to like drive here just to help you do stuff. We have a studio that we record this podcast. From. Yes, we have. A, yeah, I'm living in this studio. <clears throat> and uh, you might live in the studio, in the, stu- <laughs> the podcast studio, the podcast studio, <laughs> which is your damn kitchen. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah, but no, my... Uh, or we could actually make it like that spare room right there. We could actually make that the podcast studio. Is, so basically where I'm hoping to live, if, yeah. if all goes south, is... Yeah, it'll, it'll encourage you to kind of keep your room neat and tidy and, and stuff. And also like encourage me to have a very minimalist lifestyle so we can yeah. have a table in there. Yeah. Along with my stuff and my bed. Yeah. You're going to get like, oh, I just, I'm just going to come into the room one day and you're going to be like installing one of those beds that comes down from the wall. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, we have a whole bunch more space now for Mr. to do podcasts. Like... Uh, okay. And it'll probably it'll probably also be like a, a bookshelf. A bookshelf by day. Bookshelf by day. And I'll probably have to super glue all the books in there. So basically, it'll be useless books <laughs> in a bed I have no control over. One book will be like the lever to pull. <laughs> be like a secret, a yeah. secret bed. It'll probably be like your favorite book or uh, my favorite book. my favorite book or something. The novelization of Debbie Does Dallas. Yeah. Wow, damn it! I love that book, man. <laughs> That's a limited edition, hardback. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So um, you had what? some you had some news you want to talk about. So this, we're gonna transition into the news. Oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, well, there's this cat. Remember that cat? Everybody in the last couple. Well, podcasts. This is personal news. Yeah, <laughs> the cat that kept trying to bite through my headphone cable. Yeah. Well, um, it turns out that it was chipped. Oh sweet! So did you did you take it to a vet then and get that looked at? No, Samantha, uh, she took it. Well, I meant like you, the royal you, as in... Yeah, she took care of it. Where'd you take it to, Samantha? A local veterinarian. Okay. The... Just scan the chip. Yeah, so basically, uh, so when I say the royal you, I mean like, what's, what would be a good couple's name for you? Vic and Sam, Sam and Vic, sick? Sick. This? Vim. No. Oh, Vam. No. Damn it. Sam, you got to help me out with something. What, what would you think? No. Vicantha. Vicantha. There we go. Vicantha. Vicantha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got chipped and it has an owner and the owner came and picked it up. Long story short, uh, the guy didn't seem, he's probably not listening to this, like, but the guy. Given that we have like 40, not even that <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that came and picked up the cat didn't seem like he was all, he seemed, he seemed like a, a dumbass. <laughs> Was he slurring his words or was he? No, he just seemed like one of those people that's like a a grown, like 13 year old. Oh, yeah, he's a little out of it. Yeah, he's just kind of like a big. um, Big kid. Yeah, like a dim witted kind of adult man is is how I took him. So was he like, so was he like, uh, take a, was it hard for him to like figure out what happened or what what made you think that? Was he like, uh, do you have my cat or whatever? (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. I just like just the way he talked. I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe you're projecting. Projecting. Maybe he was drunk. Could have been drunk, but see, yeah, he I could... think he walked or something. Oh, so see, there's nobody. Kind of far to the. I didn't want to drive. I don't know this neighborhood. Wait, he he didn't know the neighborhood, so he decided to walk. Or like he he didn't want to drive. He knew the neighborhood. Okay. He didn't know about driving in this neighborhood because the streets are are weird. Well, they're small. And... Yeah, they're small, but uh, like I. Okay, yeah, he's kind of... Okay, now now I'm getting... See, this is why he... And then, like, he was talking about, like, how he just left the door open or something like that, and it got out. See, yeah, all these things, these are why... It's like, yeah, sometimes it, like, bites you. (laughs) Yeah, that that was that cat. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, um, what else? I guess it was, like, three... I guess it's not his fault that his, like, three-year-old cat still acts like a kitten. Right, and they're still kind of young. Maybe, like, you know, there's some overlay between like the owner of the cat yeah it's like how you make so basically and the cat people look like their dogs and cats act like their owners okay (laughs) maybe this this is the paradigm where we've gone to here so then he he took it back it's like hey be careful with that oh wait wait if that's true hey sam uh what's what's the paradigm between people and their chickens then people are assholes and chickens are assholes there we go assholes like chickens and chickens are assholes okay boom nailed it See, Anthony, see, you need to be like the guy in, like, the Howard Stern show who doesn't always talk, but he's in the background kind of chiming in every now and then. That's what we need from you. Yeah, we kind of have that. Yeah. Already, anyway. Or or really, we should mic up. No need to make it official. Really, we need just a boom mic over there in the kitchen where they're standing. Oh, is this on? Someone could just... No, I turned it off. Well, I turned it down. Okay. So, yeah, we're we're good. Anyway, so that's the news around here. Well, well, you had another bit of news about, like, the, the... the investment thing. Oh, Robinhood? Yeah, so basically you said um, there's a new way to buy stock. Fractional share trading. So Robinhood, I don't know, you know I'm kind of into investing, you know? Yeah. And uh, I have a Robinhood account. I don't have a whole lot of money in there. I mostly, mostly keep it in uh, Charles Schwab. What's that? Charles Schwab is another brokerage okay. account. So. Oh, okay, so uh, when you say you keep it in Charles Schwab, I thought <clears throat> that was like the majority of the stock in... Um, in Robinhood, sorry. So I think back in the day, you actually had to go to the actual stock market and buy like the stock certificate. Yeah, I think said so. That you had that much shares of the stock. Right, and that now you can just do it. And then digitally. you had to like call a stockbroker on yeah. the phone and be like, "I want to buy this," and then they would go on to the floor, mm-hmm. and, like buy it for you. And yeah, you ever see the movie the Trading phone. Places? Yeah, yeah, it's like that then. And then they come back and they're like, "Yeah, hey, we bought the shares for you." And then there's now it's like an electronic brokerage is like the new middleman between. Yeah. So they buy the stocks. You own the stocks. And basically, you're just Venmoing like the the uh, a server somewhere. Yeah. And that was going good. So pretty good, but it still doesn't like get everyone into it, right? Right. Even though there's like an app you can literally have on your phone. Right. Like buy a stock of value that will increase. In I value. still have only one stock on Robinhood that they gave me for free. <laughs> but, My portfolio is not diverse. Yeah. So the 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 Fang stocks are really popular. The Fang. The inf- Fang, yeah. Facebook, Amazon, okay. Netflix, Google. Okay, so tech company stuff. Okay. Hey, yeah. wait. My question, I guess, is um, your other the other place you have most of your money in, what's it called? Charles Schwab. Now, can you buy stock in Charles Schwab? Yeah. Okay. It's a brokerage. It's a stock. See, so, yeah, I just don't know if it's a publicly traded company or not. I just don't... Oh, yeah. You can buy stock in Charles Schwab. So, yeah, that's the thing I was curious. Is, is that meta stock buying then? Yeah. If you're I buying... bought stock in a stock company. <laughs> 
<laughs> stock in a stock broker broker i think if you and then and if somebody else owns stock and you buy a bit of them there's yeah, like, i think robin hood has a stock too at the, a certain point, the universe implodes in on itself <laughs> monetarily. But uh, uh, TD Ameritrade. Yeah, I found out that today because um, I was watching this YouTube video about how TD Ameritrade couldn't keep up with all these brokerages doing fractional share. Mm-hmm. Or no, what was it? They're giving, oh, no, 0% um, commission. Or costs because like usually when you buy a stock, you have to pay the brokerage a little bit yeah. of money, so uh, you can't really trade. It doesn't encourage you to trade stocks on a daily basis, right? To try to you know, you know, keep the mo- the money moving around. Yeah, to what is it called? I don't know to do the short sales. Mm-hmm. So it's it's better to just buy a stock and hold on to it, and then when you see it goes up, may sell a little bit of off, take some money. Yeah. Then use that money to buy some, you know, stocks that are lower, and then you just keep doing that. And right. That's kind of the responsible way to do it. Let not it like the up. day trader thing where it's like, yeah, oh, it went up. Yeah, 20 not cents. like a day trader. Yeah, it's like, oh, it went up twenty cents. I'm gonna buy, buy, buy. Go sell, 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 and then it goes down like twenty cents. You buy a bunch of it, but what if it keeps going down? Wasn't that know. a thing for like twenty minutes? Like day traders are a thing. Yeah, day traders. Uh, so then, but now, like stock. Like, for instance, the most expensive... What's a cheap stock? I don't know. Uh, well, let's just say, uh, like... Let's say it's uh, BlackBerry. You heard of BlackBerry? Yeah, yeah. Little thing? Yeah. It's like five bucks a share. I, yeah, I was alive <laughs> in the 90s. I'm aware. It's like five bucks a share. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Barnes & Noble. They went really... It's like two bucks a share from mm. Barnes & Noble. But I think they're actually off the stock market. They got bought out. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, then you have like things like uh, Amazon, which are which worth is like a thousand dollars a share, right. or like uh, Berkshire Hathaway, which is like two hundred thousand dollars per share. Jesus! Imagine if you bought that when it was cheap, right? Oh God! Yeah, but basically now you can like buy a you piece of a stock. You can invest in Google now for just a dollar, because you, nice. you can't. It used to be you had to buy the whole entire share of the yeah. stock. Now you can buy a fractional share. That might be like an offshoot from the uh, Bitcoin, where you can buy a piece of a Bitcoin. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's probably what. If I had to guess, is what uh, pushed that that development. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> that was the thing that was so cool about Bitcoin. You didn't have to buy a whole Bitcoin mm. to like um, revel in the the having percentage of gains yeah. of it. Yeah. So you, all you care about really is percentage gains. Mm-hmm. You don't really care about price so much. You want your percentage gains to be high. So if you if you're buying something that's you know a dollar. And you see that like, whoa, it's like its percentage gain has been huge in the past year. It like started out like five cents, you know, and now it's like a dollar. Yeah. That's good percentage gains. And if it looks like it's going to get even better, you buy like thousands of shares of that dollar stock, right? Right. But then uh, there's some that are expensive and have high percentage gains, right? Like like Amazon or, mm-hmm. or uh, Google. But we're kind of left people who weren't like there at the beginning. When like you know Google was yeah like was, five bucks was a guy something. in a in an office somewhere yeah we missed out yeah we feel like we missed out but not any longer not because anymore. Like, you can you can have a piece of Google yeah you can have a piece of Google so that's kind of a big thing that Robinhood is doing that's pretty cool yeah. all right so listen we're gonna transition now from one of the most brainy t- subjects to pretty much the least brainy subject we could mm-hmm. it's a Michael Bay movie so basically um, this movie Six Underground came out. Mm-hmm. And it's about billionaires, so we're still not straying too far away. 
Uh, Ryan Reynolds is a billionaire who decides to do like the Batman thing, but he doesn't get a costume. I think he was a tech billionaire. He's he a tech billionaire. Who, billions uh, in uh, some sort of program. Yeah, he, he made magnets, basically. He, he's good at <laughs> magnets, and this comes in later. He makes magnets that make cell phones and Teslas work. But basically, yeah, he like... Like it's it starts off with a really good action sequence where it's a, it's a car chase with um was it Matt Franco, Dave Franco, Dave Franco, yeah, uh, is the is the getaway driver and um you kind of get a good sense of what this movie's about right away. It's like a twenty minute it's car a, chase. It's a twenty minute car the chase. First twenty minutes of the movie, and it's it's a good car chase. Let me tell you, like it's good. Yeah. But they hurt more people. <laughs> than the bad guys. Than the bad guys do. They, they hurt more innocent people. Yeah, they they put a lot of innocent people in danger and in the hospital and in the ground. Yeah. Like, it, it, they're cha- tearing through the streets of Italy. Or Florence, I think. Yeah, it's a good... I think it's... Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and, and Ryan Reynolds is basically... He plays one character, and that character is uh, Deadpool, but, you know, minus the prosthetics. Uh, what else was he? Van Wilder? Yeah, he was Van Wilder, which is Deadpool Wilder. Is Deadpool what he Wilder, plays. basically, yeah. And basically, so the concept is like these guy he he fakes his death and he mm-hmm. gets a bunch of other like experts in their field to fake their deaths, and they have like a, a doctor who doesn't do much of anything, uh, a sniper from Delta Force, a driver uh, who who dies pretty much in that first car chase. He like impales himself on a forklift. I did not see that coming. Yeah, I like that too. Like you know, it really made it feel like oh, people could die at any minute. Yeah, he was, um, Dave Franco emoted a lot of fear. Yeah. You know, he was like kind of a, a worried driver. He's like, what the fuck? You uh, know, he well, was in a situation where he's used to driving, but he's not used to having like guns, people shot, sh- shooting, shooting him at while him he's driving and like trying to do all these tricky moves yeah, and stuff. It, imagine the transporter minus the competence in combat. Yeah. So he's freaking out. But then there's like a crazy shift in his personality when he's like, we need to lose the chopper. And it's he's like, like I'm, can I lose can the chopper? Lose the cho- he goes from, oh, God, we're going to die to you. I get a, a helicopter. <laughs> and he, he totally, and they go into the Louvre, I think, or what was that? They go into an art, uh, into a museum of some yeah. sort with uh, the statue of David. Yeah. And this is kind of the thing you're going to see in this movie, which is it has like these great action sequences and reverence for the mission, mm-hmm. followed by just nihilistic dick jokes because they 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 drive through uh this art museum almost killing people ruining pieces of art and they peel up to the david it's like oh is that the statue with the small dick and he looks out and and they just there's like a good three seconds where they just look upward at at (laughs) the statue of david and just you know well that's his dick and then there's this, the scene with like the eyeball. The like eyeball. Someone took yeah. an eyeball and he's trying to like. Dangle yeah, there's it like over a retina scan. They, they they cut the eye out of like the mob lawyer or something. Why was he holding it by like the, the optic the, nerve? The exactly. Optic nerve. <laughs> you know, you know, he it, couldn't have hold like it would have been more still if he just held it by, by the ball. And because then you wouldn't have the tension of of it going moving back, around, moving yeah. around. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to <laughs> Try, just grab it just by, by the, the ball. Yeah, come on. Like you, I so stupid. Like this, this, this chase is full of just rampant stupidity that is both funny and groan inducing. Yeah. Like when they have to, when the, the parkour guy, cause that's what you need in your crew of like people you're going to use to take down a dictatorship. Yeah. Is parkour guy who can skate parkour parkour. <laughs> he like skate. He like does a, like a grind on a railing up to like this, um, this pillar he pulls out his gun, he pulls out a, a, grenade, like a grenade launcher, grenade launcher. And he shoots the grenade into the and car, it, and it punches the guy in, in the, the face. face. Like blood explodes <laughs> out his mouth. And normally, you just like 
show like the, it going into the car and then explode. Yeah. But Michael Bay, not Michael Bay, he goes above <laughs> and beyond. Not only does the grenade punch the guy okay. in the face, but then when then it, it hits its target, it explodes <laughs> and kills. All and of I them. think the guy like flies out. Yeah, someone something. flies out of that. And really, people like cars are incredibly durable in this until they're not. Yeah. Because like some cars will just get hit, like get hit by other cars, get ground against walls, and but then an SUV will like hit a truck and just explode into like three pieces. Yeah, and the uh, explosions—they I've never seen a real car explosions. Explosion, me, me but I don't think it has like glittery kind of like pyrotechnics. Yeah, there's like sparks flying. Like it's it's like a Roman candle was shot up. <laughs> yeah. Like they they like threw a bunch of cars into like a marketplace full of like fruit stands. Yeah. And the fruit stands exploded with, <laughs> the with fire. Fruit stands <laughs> exploded. <laughs> so, Which I guess in the Michael Bay universe, everything is kind of flammable. Yeah, yeah. It's so. like it's like the Hong Kong shotgun concept, where if you shoot a guy with a shotgun in in a like a Hong Kong blood opera, mm-hmm. it won't really hurt him that much. But if you shoot like a, like a storefront, it'll just explode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why does the storefront ex- front explode just, when you yeah, shoot at fire it? Fire! It's like, but a dude is just like, "Ow, my ribs took it. It's fine." So basically, they. I'm not gonna go through the whole thing. It's it's a long, fun chase. Mm-hmm. But they they get the the data that they somehow knew was gonna be on this lawyer's. Uh, um, PDA to find these generals for this like fake country mm-hmm. where Ryan Reynolds um, witnessed a gas attack and he decided no I'm doing I'm doing a Batman it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna do what the US government couldn't yeah with my billions I'm gonna hire six people six dudes is all gonna take <laughs> we're gonna take out this regime yeah so oh hang on pause I can just tell the listeners that okay we're back <laughs> Just tell yeah, tell him you got a mouthful of food. I'm eating lunch right now. It's a uh, tikka masala uh, chickpeas. Ooh, that sounds good. With uh, brown rice. Ooh, you, you know it's good because it's brown rice. So, uh, what was it? Uh, so, oh yeah, they 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 use this PDA to track down the generals who are going to Vegas. And throughout this, I'm noticing like how they finance this movie because it'll they'll have like a, a close up like after the James or Matt Franco dies. Of a bottle, they're mourning him, and they mourn him with a bottle of Captain Morgan rum. <laughs> They'll like do a close-up on the hood ornament of the car they're using to escape the bad guys, or mm-hmm. like one of the characters is holding a Tascam recorder, and it's somehow like getting recordings of people like through glass a hundred feet away. Oh, so you're going through all the product. There's like a, there's right a bunch of product placement. Yeah. Basically, everyone's drinking delicious Heineken. Yeah, it's a really broy movie, I think. Yeah, well, like most. Uh, like most Michael Bay movies. There's a lot of reverence to the U.S. military. Yeah, until there's not. Because <laughs> yeah. like after the Matt Franco dies, he has to go get a Delta guy who's um, who the stupid government wouldn't let him shoot the bad guys. You know, I think it'd be funny if every time you mentioned uh, Franco, you just gave him a new first name. <laughs> Dave, Dave Franco. Franco. Dave Franco. John Franco. <laughs> John Fr- well, unfortunately, he dies in the first 20 minutes. <laughs> so then when Sam Franco dies. Sam, Sam Franco dies. No, um... So basically, he he convinces this guy to to like to like fake his death, mm-hmm. and uh, see that's why they're called the six underground. Yeah, because they're all six dead. and they're underground. Yeah, and and you put people six feet underground when you kill them. And I was disappointed that it did not have the sneaker pimps song it's "Six I Underground" in it, dan- like their one song. It had a lot of had a lot of uh, like a lot, lot of airtime. No, it oh. had a lot of uh, the music in it. Oh yeah, was that genre that we can't quite quite. Oh yeah, yeah, that what that that, t- that that uh, Discovery Channel like p- pushing your new um, your new show music. 
Yeah, it's a reality show, Whoa. Discovery Channel. And there's like clapping in it. It's just like slow motion panning shots of uh, of people like working on metal and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but in this movie, it was like people with guns with and guns stuff and, and cars and, and grinding and parkouring. And yeah. they, they kind of go through like out of order, like how he like recruited all these people. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, not the hitman. Like some of them, they'll show him like how he recruited them. Other people, it'll just be like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. and and like it'll be like listen you got to respect this bro- like our brotherhood we gave up everything for this followed by like a dick joke <laughs> i know like i have no idea how he balances like this utter nihilism along with reverence for like this kind of batman like power fantasy like it's almost as thing. if michael bay doesn't want you to ever get fully immersed into his films <laughs> oh no and ever he wants you to like Every once in a while, he wants to say, hey, I'm here. It's me, Michael Bay. It's like, this is a Michael Bay movie. It's like the directorial equivalent of a rapper saying his own name. Yeah. Like in his music. Luda. Like like, like that scene where uh, the villain is talking to his brother. Oh, yeah. And it's like a really kind of serious scene. And he's like, yep. you know, you, you have to follow me. You have to, you have to, the loyalty to your, your family. It's like, and remember then, the old kings of Persia and yeah. how they conducted themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, he would just get distracted by like his henchman wearing like a a stupid shirt a stupid with a t-shirt, the, the arrow pointing up the le- the man and pointing the arrow pointing down the legend. <laughs> and he's like, "Sorry, I have bad taste." It's like you're in like a super high end like penthouse <laughs> with an infinity t-shirt. pool. Everybody's got like nice expensive suits on, and except everyone... for this guy with a t-shirt. <laughs> I know. I think his t-shirt's like over another t-shirt or something. I have no clue what's going on with it. It's almost like he just kind of lets people kind of do their own thing or yeah. like well, remember, filming. It's and some speaking, crazy shit happens. Yeah. And speaking of that, that balance, like the, the black uh, sniper guy, yeah. he, uh, he fakes his death and they're, they're showing his funeral. And like they show like the like everyone gets shot from like down by their feet, zoomed <laughs> up at their face. I know. Worm's eye view. Yeah. The and they're, like all the all the people like full military honors. And then they show like his relatives like like crying, like in huge like. Like exaggerated manners. melodramatically crying on their knees with <laughs> arms in the air why did he die <laughs> with the american flag, flag yeah and in like the full-on military funeral at the same time so tasteful and so tacky <laughs> so taste like that's just so disrespectful like no one would like act like that no at one. a funeral <laughs> oh man but he thought it would be you know funny to throw in yeah so uh, they, so basically, the plan is to kill the four uh, generals of this dictator, which they do. It they just like get them all at Vegas and shoot them all in the head. Yeah. What? Wait. Oh, but what happened? But the um, the villain he killed the other four generals. Well, yeah. After after he uh, see after he they kill the the generals at that party in in Vegas after they buy nerve gas. Uh huh. He's like, listen, I need guys who are like you, but who are not you. And he just she throws them all off a building. <laughs> okay. Next four people, I'd be a fool to trust the people who stood most to gain. And he just threw him off a building, which was a pretty cool scene. I mean, that was cool. And, like, every every scene with him shows, like, how evil he is. He's never just, like, a guy. Yeah, I know. Like, when you they... Don't, sh- you don't want... The second you think you're getting to know this guy as a human... No, you're just getting to know another s- cartoonish level of his villainy. Yeah. Because, like, the, his assistant comes up. It's like, who... What, what's with this footage of us attacking them with gas? These these people at the hospital. It's like... Who do you think shot and leaked it? Impress me. You did to inspire fear. Yes, brother. <laughs> they must know the cost. <laughs> oh man. It's 
like wow and, and, and right before that like he was in some museum looking at a picture that picture of napoleon on the horse yeah as if the symbolism could it wasn't enough that they show like he, him like gassing people and murdering people he's like he's like napoleon he likes napoleon yeah, it's like that's a guy i could relate to yeah everybody napoleon napoleon bonaparte but again it was like the the classiest like museum ever shot beautifully yeah it's like uh like well if you think about michael bay's target audience they're probably not rich people and they probably kind of hate rich people <laughs> but maybe not so much that they hate rich people but they probably hate like classy rich people there you go they they, they like hate the elite right they they like michael more because he's rich but he dresses like an out-of-work lesbian trucker <laughs> yeah that well that's why so many rich people like wear like polo shirts and like and we're cut offs and stuff. Well, like Donald Trump, he's like a billionaire, but he still eats McDonald's. Right. You know, so he's a little bit relatable. Little relatable yeah. He doesn't like, you know, every meal must not be like the finest steak. With, <laughs> yeah. You know, like turtle eggs or something like that. <laughs> Dangerous Some sea turtle. Mm, sea turtle eggs. It's like, these are good because they're rare. They're rare. Let's say, <laughs> do you have the fried spotted owl? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, bring that. No, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what I really love is, um, Basically, uh, like we'll cut to the end because the rest of it is like them like getting to know these people. They rescue the brother from this super fancy high rise, and mm-hmm. the 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 new sniper guy gets them to like start like working as a family. It's like mm-hmm. we don't leave a man behind. So yeah, Ryan Reynolds learns something. He learns the he lesson. He grows. Everyone grows. It's like a little <laughs> bit of character development. Yeah. Um, it really, it's it's a really good scene because like, well, not really good. It's just entertaining. Yeah, because they use laughing gas on everyone, and, and they cause more like ra- random civilian casualties. Because they they throw laughing gas in there, and they just start punching like not even guards, like porters and stuff, people who like carry your suitcases. Yeah, and the scene that you're talking about also has that scene where the sniper shoots at like the infinity pool. Yeah, to like wash out like all the bad guys. Yeah, but then like tons of like furniture and shit falls like hundreds of stories to the streets below. Yeah, and I- anyone happened to be walking there. And that dead. area is dead. It's just so dead. And it's a pretty big, like, area of, you know, the building. Like, both sides of the building. Like, you're walking on two of the four sides of that building. Right? <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> it's like they beat the shit out of the guy who's, like, they're, they're trying to save. Yeah. Like, they just punch him for, like, five minutes it's straight. It's more of Michael Bay's kind of, like... Nihilistic humor. Nihilistic humor, yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. But you know what? Michael Bay... Uh, say what you want about him. And how lame and weird his movies are. Uh, he's actually an auteur. And oh. he's got like a, a he's very a distinct, distinct direct style. Oh, no, it's beautiful. Style. Like, so many of these shots are so beautiful. Really good, beautiful shots. Uh, he puts the same kind of humor and the same kind of, you know, angles, camera angles. Oh, yeah, everything. And the same color grading. And, and the, the same, same kind of rotating shot. No, not a rotating. single shot in this movie has a static camera yeah it makes me think that he's kind of got add like he has to like even scenes where like there's talking like he doesn't want those to be there so he has it like moving Moving. there's a little bit of action in everything (laughs) yeah Yeah. so you feel like you're always like on edge throughout the whole movie you're never really relaxed so they make their way to fake a stand finally and um he uses you find out they're using more magnets at the end they they flush out that was so ridiculous so stupid but fun it's a great scene he's like magnet powers on yeah so basically they break into like the the nuclear power plant the state-run tv and and hijack the signal and the brother of the dictator asks hey it's time to do a revolution and just immediately they all take to the streets yeah, that was a really quick revolution. Yeah, within like, a minute, like the reporting on it and yeah, stuff. It's like yes, it's like it BB seems like immediately. There's a like five seconds after someone throws a rock, 
like oh, there's a revolution in Fakistan today. <laughs> like those people were ready. Like they had signs, signs, and, and all it took was like for some guy to be like, I, I, I don't. Like he wasn't even he wasn't ready even when ready it was starting. He's like, hey everybody, uh, like so you know, maybe you should um, revolt. Yeah, I, listen, I'm just saying, it'd revolution be cool. time, everybody. Like, listen, I like IDK do a revolution. That coupled with blowing up some statues. Yeah, they they blew up some statues. Some statues, and then everyone's like, this is it, murder. This is the revolution. This is like the purge logic, <laughs> where if you just like t- turn off laws for like twelve hours, yeah. everyone becomes a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it was excellent. They, so basically, they, they, they get everyone onto the boat. Like the, he, he's, that's his, his mega yacht. And the, the magnets on like these little submarines like come up to the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering, what are these things? And you keep forgetting. Like, it's Ryan Reynolds. He does magnets in this. Um, and they, they, so they all board the ship. People get off. They start like assaulting it and like turning off the engines and getting it off to, to, to sea. Mm-hmm. And he hits the cell phone thing. And everyone flies to one side of the boat and then the other side of the boat. Yeah, and then there's that was pretty cool. But then there was a scene in the kitchen, right, yeah. where he's trying to get it to work in the kitchen, and he does, and he gets he throws them all around the kitchen. But the kitchen was rather pristine. Yeah, and then he throws them to the other side of the wall. But this is where like all like the knives. And yeah, stuff. that's when they finally start coming out. Like apparently this didn't happen at all until they were there to see it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. Maybe it's like localized magnetism, but whatever. I have no clue. <laughs> it it it's plot convenience magnetism. Yeah. So. But the, the the kitchen was no longer pristine. Nope. It got fucked up. Yep. Like everything in that movie does. But here's the thing that was kind of weird. Yeah. Right, so it's just regular kind of like, you know, hoity-toity. Yacht. You know, yacht boat kitchen, right? Mm-hmm. He does the magnet thing. He has everyone go against the wall. Yeah. Right? So the walls, are, are they metal or something? I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Maybe you think studs- if it was powerful enough to have like everyone with their tactical vests and guns fly, yeah. it would warp the metal of the ship. And don't you think people would like kind of figure it out and be like, this is crazy technology. I'm out of here. But no, no one did. They're no like one. still holding their guns. Like, I'm going to get my gun. It's like, Yank trying to get their gun. <laughs> but here's the, yeah, here's the thing. Like it was, it's a magnet. It's not like he can control. It's not like he's Magneto. Yeah. No, he, see he Magneto, Magneto with his mind can get all the knives, point them at you and then throw them all at your chest. Yeah. Right. This is just putting everything that's metal and throwing it against the against wall. Against the wall, yeah. But it still had the same effect as if he had mind control powers. Right? <laughs> just because everybody luck. that hit the wall had like knives like all in their chest. Exactly. Like what are the chances of it all just like all Every, the knives? Like, the guy looked like a pin cushion, like one of those like yeah. novelty, like but a novelty knife holder. When you look at the walls, there's like not a bunch of knives sticking out of the no, walls. All in people, anything. 100% hit rate. <laughs> yeah. This like weird like thing that just gets metal and throws it against more metal. Yeah, and like happens the, to work perfectly. Like the chicken skewer favorite. thing with like the four prongs goes into somebody's face. Like it's gruesome. Like <laughs> yeah. this movie, like they finally just gave Michael Bay like the the carte blanche to say here have someone's head explode. Yeah, like it is gory. Like he's almost saying like, you want to question this? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to make the movie that I want to make. Yeah, someone someone on his staff was like, I don't think that's how magnets work. You're fired, you fucking nerd. <laughs> like, uh, Michael Bay He's like, no, get the fucking nerd out of here. If I were to make a magnet and throw you against the wall, would you not get stabbed by knives? Well, one of what? them might hit me, one, yes. Yeah, and it might not be pointed toward me. It might be like going Maybe, sideways. Yeah what, if, yeah, what if it slaps me in the face with the side or the, the, the handle hits me? It's like, no, point in your you point, chest. Always point in. Security, why is he still here? <laughs> 
So that I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny that, that everything worked and, yeah, exactly and, the way that we wanted it to. Right. And, and so and and there's always like a an immense amount of security. Like that boat was like ninety percent like guests for a party. <laughs> yeah. They got like most of them off there, and then like when they showed up, more people were still being evacuated even more harder. It seemed like there was more like security than guests right. at some point. <laughs> Just so that they can have people to kill on screen. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, I was like, it starts to look like it's going bad, but they kind of pull it out. Mm-hmm. But the the bad guy gets on his Zodiac and escapes, quote unquote. But then, like, they're all on the helicopter together. Like, when the helicopter, you think, like, oh, the bad guy's helicopter's coming to pick him up and save him. Yeah. But then they all take off their masks, and it's like, aha, we were here the whole But they never show how they did that. <laughs> yeah, I guess you assume that was part of their plan as no, well. It's like part of it's like, it's like it's an the part of the plan movie. that they didn't tell you about. Oh, this this is why Rick hates like for, for Rick and Boy <laughs> hates heist movie because yeah, because there's like a twist that like like oh yeah, we were just here, and then he like he like feeds them to like the, his citizens. <laughs> yeah, and he's doing things like shoot me, no, don't give me to them, shoot me, and he drops them out of the they and drop them out of the, the helicopter and, helicopter from. Kind of high, almost like twenty feet. Yeah, you think that? I feel might, like that would have injured him. That might, bit. yeah. He wouldn't have been running. He like he started running pretty quickly after that. Yeah, he started running, and then they, a mob found him. And this is a scene that was like, okay, this is the money shot right yeah. here. This is they're gonna disembowel yeah, him. Yeah, there's gonna be like guts. They're gonna rip his head, his head. Yeah, from his we're body. gonna see him rip. But no, they're just kind of like beating him up a no, little like bit. No, like they killed some henchmen worse <laughs> than this guy. Like the guy he got the the flashbang stuck in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that was harder. Yeah. Like the guy with the skewer through his face. Was yeah. Like that, nightmarish. And he's not even the main villain, but then the main villain just kind of gets like kicked in the ribs. He's like, yeah, we're going to beat you up a little bit. And then like hit him with a shoe or something. I don't know. It's so dumb. <laughs> Listen, if get drunk or high and watch this movie. Yeah, watch it with your uh, military friend. Yeah. All right, listen, I think we're up to like 37 minutes. So listen, I think we're going to call it here, man. All right. All right. So thanks for listening to the Transmit Podcast, a super awesome showdown offshoot. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. We'll see you next time.